Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is Evolution of the Supermind. Now, as most of you know, I began working at NASA at 17 years old, way back in ancient history. Back then, we were putting people in space for the first time. We called space back then the final frontier. But after two years at NASA and taking a lot of classes at Maryland University in math and physics, in psychology, I started to see correlations between those different fields. I saw mathematics explain some of the major theories of psychology. So at 19 years old, I made a discovery that the intuition that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of our true powers of mind. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that paradox, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is Supermind, Superbody, and Super Spirit. Today's chaotic world is a revolution treating the globe about who we are and what we are doing here. A mind revolution and spirit revolution is changing everything. Old theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three dimensional, make it full of time, and limited to the physical senses. We're helping new models of science that consider n dimensions as n approaches infinity. Here we have a great guest, a fascinating guy, Peter Mount Shasta. Peter Mount Shasta has written a lot of great, fascinating, powerful books. Peter, how you doing? Good, good. Good hearing from you, Ron. I love your introduction. Well, thank you, Peter. It's great having you here. I've been reading your books. I read about four of them by now. They're really great, really fascinating books. They're very illuminating. I want to get into them, start talking to you about so I can share ideas and insights. So it's great having you on the show. I'd like to start with... We often ask our guests how it all began for you. How did your journey begin, which led to where you are right now? Tell us how it all started, please, wherever you want to start. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess I was, uh, you know, in childhood, I was, I wouldn't say atheist, but agnostic. My father was a scientist, and uh, he taught me not to believe anything that I hadn't proved for myself. And I kept trying to prove the existence of God, and I wasn't getting anywhere. No one seemed to answer my questions, you know. So um, that kind of went on into about the age of, you know, into my 20s. And then I moved to New York City, and I started doing Hatha Yoga just for my health, just to, you know, stay healthy. And right away from the very first class, I started to feel energy in my body, and I went... 
That was like a wake-up call. I said, there's something beyond the body, beyond the three-dimensional world, you know, that we can put a label on. So after that, I went to a metaphysical bookstore and got a book out on yoga, and it talked, of course, about, you know, reincarnation and higher consciousness that basically saying we all are gods, you know, and uh, but we have to discover it because we're programmed to think that we're these three-dimensional solid bodies, you know, that there's nothing else but what you can touch and feel and stuff, you know. And uh, so that was, I began serious uh, meditation and uh, to try to find out what that energy was, you know. And uh, I really wasn't getting too far with it. Then one day I was out in the country. A friend of mine had a farm. And I offered to uh, do some jobs around the place, you know, to help out. He said, well, we have a horse stable out there. And uh, the horse has been in there all winter. And if you'd like to shovel out the poop, you know, we'd really appreciate that. So I went out there to the barn, and I was shoveling the poop out the window. And all of a sudden, I went into what would be called samadhi, where there was no me. I was just, it was just light, like the light of the cosmos, and bliss, absolute bliss, and no Peter. Peter disappeared. There was no self observing it. It was just pure being, consciousness, and bliss, what they call in India, satsitananda. Now, I don't know how long I was in that state, but when I came back, the horse was staring at me, like, what's happening with you? I still had the shovel in the air, and I went, whoa, that's what they talk about in that book. That's what Ramakrishna was talking about, you know? And so then I redoubled my efforts with meditation and ended up going to India and meeting a lot of uh, great yogis in the Himalayas that I live with that could do all kinds of miracles. They could precipitate objects, and uh, they didn't need to eat or sleep, you know, and they didn't age either. And, in uh, fact, the one yogi I lived with was uh, a direct uh, disciple of the one known as Babaji. I mean, he had met Babaji in the physical body, and mm-hmm. I wanted to stay there in the Himalayas and become one of those yogis, but... Um, my my visa on my passport was expiring, and uh, Neem Kuroli Baba came to me in a dream. That was Ramdas's guru, and he said, "You know, if your if your visa expires here, you will not believe the amount of paperwork you're going to have to go through. And I know you don't want to be here illegally, so I'm asking you to go back to the states. You know, so." I went back to the States, and, you know, one thing led to another. Eventually, I went back to India many times, but uh, but I was, uh, this yogi I lived with was getting ready to leave his body. They could do that consciously, you know, with, uh, like, conscious dying, where they say, I've, I've lived out my purpose, I'm going now to a higher dimension of being, and I thought that sounded pretty good, so one day I, uh, I, uh, well, I was staying at a friend's house in Berkeley, and this ball of light came down into the room, and it said, meet me at Muir Woods. So this was like 7 o'clock in the morning. Well, by the time I got to Muir Woods, it was about 8 o'clock, and it was pouring rain. I was the only one in the parking lot. 
And uh, I went out into this redwood forest, and uh, I found a tree that was hollow, a great big redwood tree. It must have been hollowed out by a fire. So I got inside the tree to get out of the rain, and I sat there to meditate. Now, I did this Vipassana meditation where you just use your breath as a tool. You watch the in-breath and the out-breath, and that slows your mind down. And I had my eyes open. I was just looking down at the ground. And um, I said, you know, as I started to meditate, I want to leave my body. And uh, if there's anybody up there that hears me, please grant my request. I didn't really, I believed in God at this point, but as sort of an impersonal God, not that there was any, you know, divine being up there that was aware of me. But I called on everybody I could think of. I called on Jesus and Mary and St. Germain and Kuan Yin, and, you know, I named them all. And suddenly there was a guy standing in front of me, like physical, and this was not on drugs or anything. Um, I saw these two feet in front of me, and I looked up, and there was a guy in blue jeans about my age, and he said, Peter, I am the part of the Godhead that has been sent to answer your prayer. And I said, wow, this is the first time in my life a prayer has been answered. And he said, you finished enough of your karma that you can leave the earth if you want. In fact, I've been sent to, to help you, but I, I want to show you something before you give me your answer. So he touched my third eye, you know, the center of my forehead, took me out of the physical body. So I could look back, see my physical body still sitting in the tree, but, and his other body looked just like the physical body, except it was a little bit higher vibration. So he put his arm around me and took me up above the earth, and he showed me this realm where beings exist as their higher self. You know, it's what the Buddhists would call the Dharmakaya, that the higher body is just a ball of light, like a sun, surrounded by these beautiful rainbow colors, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, the feeling of bliss was overwhelming, and I said, this is it. This is where I want to be. And then I heard this crying coming from someplace, like wailing, and it sounded awful. It got louder and louder. So I looked to see where this racket was coming from, and it was coming from the earth. I could see this earth was a blue ball below me, about the size of a basketball, you know, and uh, and... St. Germain, this turned out to be St. Germain, this, this being said, that is what the masters hear all, they, all the time. They hear this suffering of humanity. And I said, well, I want to go back and help out. And he said, you made the right choice. Now we'll be working closely together. And I want you to go to Mount Shasta, and there's somebody there I want you to study with who will be your teacher. So the next thing I know, I'm back in my body inside the redwood tree in Muir Woods. And, of course, now I realize this was not some ordinary being. And he said, now I will show you who I really am. And right in front of me, he turned into this being wearing a white robe that I recognized as St. Germain. I'd seen his picture in Unveiled Mysteries when I was a guest of the Theosophical Society in India. And then he just faded out, sort of like Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. And, uh, of course, I, you know, I felt like I'd been hit by lightning. I was so energized, I got in my car and drove to Mount Shasta. And then this young guy came up to me and said, 
uh, you're supposed to see this lady by the name of Pearl. And he said, you can use my phone. So I went over to his store and called up Pearl, and she said, come right up. So I got to her house. She was this little grandmotherly lady, looked kind of like Yoda from Star Wars. And she said, I've been expecting you. And I said, how could you be expecting me? We've never met before. And she said, well, the Master Saint Germain came to me this morning and said he was sending you to see me. And then she said, what brought you here? And I told her about this guy that appeared to me in Muir Woods. And that was in 1973, and I've been here pretty much ever since. I studied with Pearl for about 10 years, you know. Uh, so I've had lots of other adventures since then, but that was pretty much the beginning, and she introduced me to the I Am teachings. She'd been a student, or she'd been an assistant to Godfrey Ray King, who started the St. Germain Foundation. So that gives you a little introduction of how I got started in this field. So, so just, to, just to summarize, so you're searching for something higher, trying to answer the question of is there a divinity about it, or is there a God in general, right? So your search took you to various places. You were led by intuition, eventually to the woods up by Mount Shasta, right? Was it nearby Shasta? Right. Up in Northern California. Right. Okay, yeah. So, and then, of course, you had the experience with St. Germain, who is well known throughout history, reports that him having been involved in the Middle Ages and whatnot, the American Revolution, trying to help bring you know, peace and light to the world. And still he called upon various light workers to join him. So there you were, he took it to a higher level. We had the choice, I could either leave this body or not. You heard the wailing of Earth. You realized you had a mission to perform upon Earth, to do great good, which is what you've been doing, studying these concepts, learning more and more, and writing your books, helping influence mankind. So I say congratulations. Right. Great. Your, your book is really tremendous. You got inspired by that. Well, thank you. Books are great it's sort of uh, unique because a lot of people talk about the Ascended Masters or they have the experience of them etherically or in dreams or so on, but I was very blessed to have physical contact with him, and actually a number of times after that, plus two other ascended masters that I met in physical form as well. Right. But, uh, you know, these beings are real, and their mission is to wake us up to the fact that we can achieve the same thing, that we are all basically gods that, you know, embodied in these physical forms to learn various things, you know? Mm -hmm. We get lost inside the uh, physical realm, inside the senses, inside the lower emotions, which enslave our consciousness, so we break free of it. So what people can actually do is evolve that state where there were that divinity and call it forth, do all things that Christ did throughout history and that others have done, where they can uh, be able to things appear and disappear in the room, they can make things manifest. They, of course, have telepathic power to read your thoughts and whatnot. They can do incredible things. That we all have that power and that ability. That's what's so astounding. That everybody has that, yeah. but very few are aware of it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within you. Right, exactly. And, you know, I mean, at least the access to the kingdom of heaven or the heaven consciousness, we can be in the consciousness of heaven uh, by, you know, letting go of ego and I in pursuit of the five sense object, you know what I mean? Right. That it's accessible to us at any time, like that time shoveling manure. You know, it was just the shoveling was an was something that filled my mind, a repetitive action. And once I got the mind out of the way, I saw the natural state as this bliss, you know, that that was the kingdom of heaven consciousness, you know. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, there's many ways to do that. Meditation is one where you observe your breath or you do a mantra. Um, you know, my friend Ramda said a woman came up to him after one of his talks and he realized she was a very enlightened being. And he said, uh, what's your spiritual practice? And she said, I crochet. You know, it's like using knitting needles. That's a very it's a repetitive thing. It focuses the mind, and then you can get outside the mind and experience higher things, you know? Exactly. Yeah, so my grandmother used to weed the lawn, spend an hour or two out there, and I realized many years later that was her form of meditation, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, kind of, I was in uh, junior high and high school. I studied mathematics, calculus and physics, going to college. I go into a deep mental state where you go into abstract thinking. You shift into that, your mind is yeah. the icebox. So you have like higher and higher realizations. You learn to think abstractly in mathematics. You think beyond the world of illusion around us. You also mentioned in the book, uh, one of the great books is The Open Door. You know, I think it's really great. I am The Open Door. And you talked about, for example, that within us is we are all great, great beings of light. We are that light within, the light within us, and the heart. We are that energy. So I'll tell you more about that, please. How do you see all that? Yeah, now that book, I Am the Open Door, came about in a very interesting way. You know, uh, Pearl told me once that I was going to be able to, um, you know, have contact with the masters telepathically, and I said, no, I don't think so. And uh, her teaching was not to channel because, uh, like, she wouldn't channel to me, even though she was in contact with the masters. She said that would weaken me. She said, you, you don't become a master by channeling the masters. Um, that you, do, you know, it's like I, I can't lift weights and make you strong, or I can't eat dinner for you if you're hungry. So, you know, channeling messages from the master is not going to make you a master. You have to get out in the world and actually apply the spiritual teachings in daily life and learn to get the guidance from within yourself. And, Frequently, that guidance doesn't come as a voice. It's more of just a feeling. Or, you know, Pearl said the, the highest form of guidance is just spontaneously do the right thing without having to think about it. You know, as you tune into your God self, you just spontaneously do what God wants you to do because you are God in action. You know, so anyway, I did not intend to channel anything, but one day. Uh, this ball of light came into the room while I was meditating and uh, kind of shocked me, and it said, start writing. And I said, write what? He said, well, go to the desk. So I walked over to the desk, and this ball of light followed me, and I heard a sentence, something like, in the center of your being is a great light. And I said, well, what comes after that? And this voice said, write the first sentence, then we'll give you the second sentence. So I started to write, and I ended up writing as fast as I've ever written, and this ball of light, this being came out of the ball of light that was about seven feet tall that I realized was this being known as the Great Divine Director, and the energy was so intense, I thought I was going to ascend right there. I said, I can't take the energy, and he said, you can and you will. Mm -hmm. And um, he raised me while I was writing into this consciousness where I was in my higher self. I was up above the roof of the house, 
and I could see the entire neighborhood in a 360-degree circle. I could see the kids playing down the street. I could see the guy mowing his lawn up the street, and I could see, I could see the top of my head about 50 feet below me, and I could see the paper pad of paper I was writing. You know. So, you know, I was in that conscience of the higher self, maybe, I don't know, maybe an hour, hour and a half, and then that was the first discourse in the book, I Am the Open Door, by the great divine director. And this happened every day for about 10 days. Some days it happened twice. And it was, without a doubt, the highest experience of my life. Uh, it was kind of an introduction to who the masters really are. You know, but they never did that again because, again, they didn't want to weaken me to become dependent on them all the time. I'm trying to tune into my own God presence and to become that. Especially when you have to the consciousness, you could perceive and transmit the energy they're giving to you. The real goal is for you to be able to do it on your own. That's the goal for all of us. Do it on our own. Right. Everybody was much more creative, or much more positive, much happier, more relaxed, more calm, or better relationships, or better at work, or better everything we do. We're in a higher state of consciousness. It helps with up all of humankind. What you send out comes back here. Yeah. Amplified in the middle. Yeah, it really is a powerful thing. So, so since yeah. you've been on the journey, you can see your state of consciousness, right? Every way you can. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, folks, we're here today with Peter. We have to take a break in a second. Book for today with uh, Peter Mount Shasta. He's written some fascinating books. I've the I Am the Open Door, one of his great books. All his books are really fascinating and intriguing. I highly recommend them. He's Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We take a moment, folks. We'll work my sponsors. Be right back. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks, lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more. 
all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impacts. www.healthylife.net. Welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple and Mind Shock. We have a fascinating author, writer, and metaphysician, Peter Mount Shasta. He's some great work. He's been a master's in like great books. Peter, how are you doing? Welcome back. I'm doing great, Ron. Thanks for having me on this great show. Well, it's our pleasure to have so you. So, yeah, asked about this book, you know, and the teachings of the Ascended Masters. It seems that they're one of the great messages of St. Germain that he's trying to get through our heads is uh, what happens when you say, I am? Right, I am. That you're setting into motion a whole series of events when you say that. Um, because I, when you say I, that's really connecting you with your essential nature. You know, you can call it your God self, whatever you want to call it. But that connects you with will, you know. And then when you say am, that's like the mother energy that that makes things manifest. So a lot of people are saying I am unconsciously. Like even first thing in the morning, people wake up and they start going over all their problems and they're saying I am this and I am that or so on. And they don't realize that you're just amplifying the problems. But if you can use I am consciously and say, you know, I am being guided and directed throughout the day, or I am loving to everyone I meet today, and, um, you know, I am doing good things, and I am thinking positive. If you can do that, uh, you sort of reprogram your mind, which is kind of why I wrote this other book, the uh, I Am Affirmations. These are called affirmations. So if you do... A dozen of these, say, in the morning, I mean, to do all the ones in this book only takes 20 minutes if you just read through them. It completely reprograms your mind to a positive framework, and then you find that the day goes much better that way. It does, because you're connecting your ego mind to your higher power. To your a way to blessing. Which then allows that kind of energy to flow into your, not just mind, all the time, so you create that direct connection. Instead of programming all the negative stuff, all the junk we normally believe, which we've learned from childhood or peers or from work or from whatever, and from TV, all the negative media stretching at us, we get rid of that junk, we reprogram that, and put in all the positive I am statements, which then, like you say, right. programs that in the mind to constantly focus on the energy, which can bring amazing things back into your life constantly. Really, is a fascinating thing. Right. Yeah. It's astounding. Yeah. So, to- like, you know, in India, they use Sanskrit mantras. But if you translate these mantras, they're basically I am affirmations, except they have the added value that Sanskrit has very pure vibrations, you know. Mm-hmm. But this has been this is not something new that started, you know, with the Saint Germain Foundation in the nineteen thirties. This has been known throughout 
the history of, of you know even before the earth that you know your spoken word and you know whatever you think is setting things into motion to only think and speak what you want to create right exactly be aware of that the big step to understand that you know, we had this past creative power this divine connection whereas most folks are brainwashed to thinking we are worms of the dust we're born in the mud we're a product of a physical evolution there's nothing past that. I know folks who today will still say there's nothing past this world that once you die, you're dead, and that's it. Whereas we know it's totally false. Anybody said any kind of metaphysical experience or interactions knows that there's something vastly beyond this world. And we have vast creative power by the spoken word, by how you visualize what you think about, what you speak, and knowing the I am statements are a really powerful way and a really direct conduit to that power, isn't it? And the I am statements are such a, like a really powerful shortcut right to the heart of it. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, in Sanskrit, they say aham, which is I am, and brahmasmi, that's God. So basically, you're saying I am God. Of course, you're not the only God. You can't go around telling people I'm God, or they'll think you're on an ego trip, but you can feel the God presence within you and also try to see it in other people, too. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very powerful. You know, you have it inside of you. Which outside of other people, they have the same power, the same kind of identity, but they're probably not aware of it. But when you project kind of energy to them, it helps to wake them up. You treat folks with kindness, right. respect, and love, it does connect. And their higher self at least will pick it up. And hopefully the lower self will respond. And it really is amazing. Exactly. It's a powerful thing. You know, and it helps change the world, bit by bit. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and you see, one of the things the Buddhists do, which confuses people, they say you have to kill the sense of I. Well, what they're talking about is the me, actually. They say, you know, you have to really kill the sense that you are the ego, you know, because the ego dies at the end of this life. You know, the personality, who you think you are, is going to disappear. And But there is a, 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 a they don't like the term permanent self, but there is your higher body, which they call the Dharmakaya that goes on and on. Otherwise, why would they be looking for the reincarnations of these enlightened teachers from the past? You know, why would they pray to Buddha or Padmasambhava? They obviously believe that there is a self that endures after death, you know. But they're trying to get people to stop identifying with the little me, you know. But they, they use the I am in their tantric practices. You see a deity in front of you, it could be Buddha or the white Tara or whoever it is, and that being becomes real, then you see it dissolve into you. Like, this is actually what, you know, Jesus was saying also. I mean, I met monks on Mount Athos in Greece, and they, they were actually beautiful, enlightened beings. And I said, what do you do? And they said, we meditate on the heart of Christ in everyone. May the heart of Christ be everywhere known. And you also call it the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It's just like knowing that that God presence is in everyone. But when you say, I am that, it brings it through. You can meditate on, I am the presence of the living Christ. And you can feel it. You can, you can call it love. You can call it light. Whatever you want to call it. There's a spark in the center of your chest that's anchored there. And without that spark, you couldn't take a breath. You'd drop dead. You know, that's the light that keeps your brain working, that keeps your heart beating, keeps your lungs going. 
you know, and uh, that's there all the time. And the more we put our attention on it, the stronger it becomes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so um, I think it's pretty powerful. You meditate upon the heart of Christ or the Christ consciousness, which is everybody. Yeah. And everyone helps to bring that forth. You say, I am or I am that I am, actually projecting out the, the I am presence of the manifesting mm-hmm. in the physical world. But you must be very careful. Yeah. And we talk about in quantum exactly. psychology, talk about, it gets into physics of this, that the more you elevate your consciousness, if you think negative thoughts, if you slip off that higher domain and start thinking negative, feeling negative, you'll manifest those things very, very quickly. They come back to you to show you stop. You must not go in that direction. So there's a lot of responsibility that comes with walking that higher path. You know, the path is narrow, and if you take it, as Christ said, right? And it's very, very true because it has many responsibilities. You step off that path and run quite a ways up it, the power comes back to you in a very negative form, very destructive form. So you must make a consecration and do it every day and all day. Right? There's a life change. Right. Yeah. You change your lifestyle totally. It's a powerful thing. Yeah, it's really not complicated. It's not rocket science, but yeah, people are doing all these other things. They try to make it complicated. So I know. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah, look at various world religions. They're full of all kinds of dogma and rituals and practices and whatnot, which takes you off the topic, not towards it. Maybe some days you might think there is a higher power, but a lot of the rituals and whatnot keep you trapped in a world of illusion, which does not take you to the higher higher realm necessarily. So in any case, folks, we're here today with Peter Mount Shaston, his fascinating books and work. He spent his life pursuing these ideas, and he's got a lot of great books out on the market, which we highly recommend. We'll be back in a few moments. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple with Mind Shop. Be right back. We're most sponsors. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with this step-by-step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. 
And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple and Mind Shock. We have a fascinating guest, Peter Mount Shasta. Another great books on really fascinating topics. Peter, how are you doing? Doing great, Ryan. Great, great. Honored to be here. We're honored to have you here. Honored to have you here. Really, great work you've done and what books you've written. Tell us some examples. Yeah, we were talking about the power of the I am affirmations and uh, what St. Germain is having me do is introduce more of the meditative aspect. So, when you create, it comes forth from a place of guidance, you know, coming from the higher self rather than the ego because a lot of people use affirmations just to get the material stuff that they want. Uh, of course, then they got to figure out what to do with it all when they get it, you know, and they find that doesn't make them happy like getting a fast car or a fast girlfriend or boyfriend or, you know, making five times as much money, that doesn't necessarily bring happiness. So when you say an I am affirmation, try to tune in to the God source to know what to affirm. That's very important. Don't you agree, Ron? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Tune in to yeah, we are the higher self. We are the God yeah. that's our higher dimension. The lower self, the yeah. ego mind, crafts us and enslaves us. Yeah, go ahead with your point there. Change your mind as you're doing these, these affirmations. Go ahead. Yeah, so I, 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 I've been teaching some of these forms of meditation that help people fill the mind and the human desires to tune into the God source, you know, which is the strength of a lot of the Eastern teachings. Now, some of the Eastern teachings went to the other extreme of just sitting in the oneness, sitting in the God consciousness, and kind of letting the world fall apart because, well, the world's an illusion, it's not permanent, and so on. But I think here in the West, we uh, are learning to combine both uh, the, the stillness and the bliss and the enlightenment as well as the ability to create with it and be in relationship in the world with other people to be, have, like, enlightened personal relationship, enlightened family, enlightened business activity, and, you know, to work for the benefit of others, not just to do affirmations to get what we want. So this is the field of mastery, which is what St. Germain is really uh, wanting me to talk about, you know, how we can become a master in daily life, and that doesn't mean you know, beating your chest and saying, I'm a master or I'm a guru or putting on fancy hat and clothes and, you know, uh, charging a lot of money for workshops and things like that. It can be right in daily life. It can be even sitting in your room alone and doing affirmations for the benefit of others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really quite simple. The, the kingdom of heaven is here at every moment. And... You know, we have the choice. Do we want to dwell on the news and, and put out negative energy all day and get into arguments with people? Or we can put our attention 
on the kingdom of heaven within us, on the love and light, and send that out and actually be of benefit to the world. Exactly. I think it's very powerful to like give a blessing. Everybody you see, everybody you pass, everybody you think of, you send positive loving energy towards them, you wish them well, lift them up. It's kind of like the idea of you read them extra kindness for people, but do it all the time towards anybody you think of or see or speak to. Always send them positive loving energy, which helps them lift them up to a higher state of consciousness. Doing good and work for constantly, so like you said, the negativity, the work of the ego, competitiveness, fighting back and forth, fighting over nonsense, over a, a pile of sand. I often talk to, to folks about the materialism that building up vast material wealth is like building castles of sand up on the beach. You, know, you got actually building this castle sand also, you fight each other, you carry this castle down. Eventually, the, the wind and the waves come in and wipe it all away anyway. So, what, what did they do? Nothing. The material things are okay to some extent, but they're a big trap to get stuck into, aren't they? It's best to stay beyond that. We're not here for that. We're here to help other people expand their state of consciousness as well to help awaken the world to the higher state. That's why we're all here. We all have the same mission. But most folks don't get that. We're here to help them, right? Right, absolutely. And, you know, as my teacher Pearl said, uh, what you send out comes back to you amplified tenfold. So if you send out a feeling of love to somebody, and that, that love is going to come back much stronger to you. And it's important, even these public figures that we may think are doing the wrong thing, uh, or may, maybe they are doing the wrong thing still, sending hate to them is only going to amplify that. We, what they need for their evolution and growth is to feel love. You know, So if we can send love to the world leaders, or I like to use the violet flame, which is, Maybe a topic for another day, you know, violet light is the most purifying quality of light. And you can send that with your mind. Each of us is sort of like a Wi-Fi router capable of transmitting different qualities of, of light. And um, sending that violet light to other people is a tremendous blessing. And, of course, that, that purifies our own worlds also, our own thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're constantly purifying yourself in other people, what you think and feel. Sure. Also, the point you made in books, and really fascinating, comes up one of the places as well, we need discipline. Be aware of our thoughts and emotions, to know what we're thinking and feeling, be very careful about that. If you dwell upon it, you're going to come upon it. If you discipline, self-awareness, you combine our thoughts with very powerful emotions, we can amplify the power of the thought, right? Like the manifest. You the positive and negative, male and female. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So some people may say, well, this is all like you're talking about imagination here. That's not real. It's your imagination. But imagination is how God creates, you know. Like, you know, if you want to create an apple in the palm of your hand, which I, you know, I've seen people do that type of creation in the Himalayas where they can manifest the whole meal even without any fire around, just it just appears in their hand, that's done by first imagining it and then putting energy into it until it becomes solid, you know. Mm-hmm. So don't say, you know, it, it, oh, just imagination. Right? So you imagine, um, you know, violet light, it actually becomes so real after a while that you can see it because you're, you know, the violet light is actually in white light. You know, you hold the prism up, you see all these colors. So that light is there all the time. So you 
start imagining violet, then you start tuning in to that violet frequency, and it becomes stronger and stronger. Or if you want to send healing, you might want to send blue light or green light, or if you want to send love, you can send pink light. But it's there, but you, through the power of your imagination, you invoke it, you call it forth, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you so it's even imagining yourself to be healthy. That's the beginning of actually manifesting health. Being your, visualizing your body as a body of light is perfect, and, mm-hmm. you know, visualizing yourself being healthy. You know, that's Absolutely. one thing I've seen happens in the hospitals. They put a name on some disease someone has, and then the person just identifies with that and actually makes things worse. You know, if the doctor could implant the idea of healing in you, and you could think about yourself as a perfect being and say, I am my perfect health, then that's the beginning of your healing. Exactly. So we have the power to create, heal, or do the opposite if you're aware of what we're doing. Folks, you're here today, right. Dr. Ron Devonickel on Mind Shock, Peter Mount Shasta. Peter, please tell our audience where they can find out more about you and your fascinating books. Yeah, I have a website, which is iamteachings.com. That's i-am-teachings.com. You can download uh, my books as PDFs there, or Amazon has the paperback, Kindle versions, and some audio books as well. And also bookstores either have my books or can order them for you. So. Exactly. Well, that's great, Peter. Well, I highly recommend your books to our audience. They're really fascinating works. They get into a lot of powerful truths about who we are, the divinity inside us. Your I Am Teachings are really powerful to help you change the world. They really do. I'd like to thank you for being here today. It's been a great pleasure and honor to have you on the show. Thank you, Ron. It's been a pleasure. Well, thank you, Peter. Thank you very much, and thank you for all your great work. Take care and God bless. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throwing a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything. And once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love. And you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. 
Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on Rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net Welcome back. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. You spoke to a fascinating guest, Peter Mount Shasta, who's some intriguing books called The I Am Teachings, written some books called I Am the Open Door, and a lot of others uh, in that same genre. You might check them out on Amazon. You put in Peter Mount Shasta, these books will pull up. I recommend them. Really fascinating books about the, the power of I Am statement. When you say I Am, it taps directly into your superconscious mind or your divine mind within. So what you say in your conscious level, which is in the superconscious level, to help program that, to constantly bring forth those energies into your world, actually into your physical body, helping us best much better health. Now on this show, we're talking about many paths to our consciousness. We need a lot of teachers and writers over the last year, and in fact, in a couple of years, in terms of all the podcasts. And the IM teachers, I think, are very profound because they get right to the heart of the matter. It cuts right to the chase, and it assists the shift from ego minds to divine minds. We talked about that there's a God self within, a higher self, a tiny spark of divinity, or a spark of brilliant light inside us. He opens it, opens it one book by saying that there's a brilliant light, a brilliant ball of light inside us, inside the center of the chest, right around the heart, where a connection is between the physical body and the spiritual bodies which surround us, and that we are really those higher selves trying to manifest through this lower self, the physical body. So you're not just a physical body, you're not just a worm in the dust or something of that nature, you're not just these animal bodies. These bodies are used to allow a higher state to manifest and evolve, very much like the butterfly emerges from the pupae, like from a caterpillar state, and emerges into beautiful butterflies. That's what we are, since we're divine beings inside the physical body, and to bring all together to manifest a higher level, at our, at our higher self. So the higher path is a narrow path to take to, to do these things that brings infinite reward. It's much easier to follow the lower impulses of the emotions, of the desires, and the fears. Most of us get trapped inside the ego body, the ego mind, for a long period of time. We're trapped inside a world of desires and fears, which keep us in a world of constricted self, a world of much lower perceptions, much lower creativity, a world of anxiety, of fear, and I haven't been a psychologist now for well, over 40 years. I guess I've been working this field for over 50 years, believe it or not. Shouldn't admit that, right? But in any case, age is relative. So I've seen many folks over the years, and so many people get stuck in the world of illusion of fears and anxieties, depression, guilt. These thoughts and emotions get stuck in the mind and emotions, and it's hard to remove them. It takes some work to release all that garbage we get stuck upon. We describe in terms of math and physics and quantum field psychology that follows the laws of differentiation, 
and integration, the two basic principles involved in calculus, in any case, we can remove those thoughts and emotions, those fixations, and allow the connection of the lower mind to the much higher mind within. The higher mind can't express itself through us as long as our attention is focused on the negative issues. So when your attention is focused on something, that's where your energy is going. If you think fear and anxiety and guilt and oppression and self-defeat, you put energy into those concepts constantly and making those manifest in your life. You're not just attracting people to you to help you manifest those negativities, but you're also creating those very negativities in your life in various forms. You're creating a, a hell, as it were, for yourself. So heaven or hell is right here upon earth, and we create it within our own consciousness. We often don't realize we're doing that. The first step is to wake up and realize we're the creator of our own life. We are the, we're the master. We're the painter. We're the sculptor. We're the writer. We're the musician. We're the creator of everything we experience. Often not realizing that. If these vastly creative powers inside us, we often misuse them, and they send in different directions, so they cancel each other out. So we're self-defeating by sending energy in this direction, in that direction, wherever. It bounces back to the various forms of this confusion and gets us trapped in endless, endless corridors of illusion. So we first must stop and realize that we are creating so much of this ourselves. We are these vastly creative, powerful beings. They have great creative powers. The next step is to work on being mindful when you bring it to the center. You don't stay stuck in the future worrying about what's going to happen. You stay stuck in the past, worrying what did happen, or you control by that. You folks can be right here, right now, like uh, one book, Be Here Now, talked about, right? Richard Alpert, a really fascinating book, Harvard professor wrote years ago. Be here now, to focus right here, right now, and then you also focus on the fact that you are a divinely conscious entity. You're right here, right now, in this space. Whatever you create right now will manifest in your life. So you recenter, as it were, get to the center of your being, and realize you have these vast powers inside you. Now, you probably won't believe this at first if this is new to you. It might sound shocking, but we call it mind shock. There are a lot of things that, you know, design help people realize there's much more to this world than the material. So, if you're new to this, just think about it step by step. Start reading some of these books. Check out our books also on our website. The Inner Manager is a similar story that a man goes on a journey to find himself as higher self. The book I Love You, God is similar to Peter's book about affirmations. You make statements of being a higher power, that you are that power, and brings those energies into your life more powerfully. There's some other books out about eight days to create a power, uh, tapping your creative powers. And, of course, the, uh, our classic book for our, our research is Quantum Field Psychology, which is a whole new theory of mind, which is a, a bridge theory between spirituality and science, and is a theory of everything, which includes the concepts of higher spirituality and divine consciousness. Other theories of everything don't do that. They're really, the theories are only partial realities. In any case, check out our film off the English question, talks about these issues, which gets into the very aspects we've been talking about. But we talk to a lot of, lot of authors and writers on this show and whatnot, and creators. We talk to students and film producers and directors also who put out films in these areas. But I want people to understand that there's a huge movement going on right now worldwide. People all over the world waking up and working towards these higher concepts, trying to help other people realize that we are the divine beings inside these physical bodies. We talked previous weeks about one of our books called Mind Games People Play, because we want folks to understand also the negativity out there, the opposition trying to suppress our higher creative powers. But throughout history, as people are striving, awakening this higher consciousness, more places fly over the century for the millennia, there's also been very dark forces trying to suppress all that. Because, amazingly enough, the dark forces actually do a good thing because by being in opposition to make us much stronger in overcoming them. So we gain strength and evolve our consciousness by dealing with opposition in the world. When I started this theory of 
clinical psychology way back when I was 19 years old, that he first hit me, you might not believe all the others not hit. I've been hit by in space over the years, or sabotaged, or backstabbing, or monitoring, whatever. But it's all nonsense, so I really don't care. Because people can't stop progression to a higher state of mind. We've all got to work towards it in our own way, I think, our own mission upon this earth, to help other people lift them up and realize that we are far greater than just these animal bodies. We are far greater. Our true, true nature is that we are divinity. We're part of divinity. We bring that forth in our lives. We get out and make things happen. Like you see, you see folks manifest things, like a guy can have a snap on his hand like Sai Baba, one really fascinating person in India, individually, especially Christ, Moses, Buddha, Krishna, all these individuals out there throughout history have done those types of things where they can appear and disappear because they know they're beings of light. You're being away inside your physical body. Once you learn how, you can then transcend that physical body. You can appear in it, but also transcend beyond it. So I know it sounds like science fiction. It sounds like, what are you talking about? But if you look at it in terms of quantum physics, we are energy beings who transcend the physical body. It all starts to make sense. At least it all becomes possible. But the idea is that we're here on Earth to discover the fact that we are a divine spark. Each one of us is divine being in action. You think about me, me is the ego. Peter's talking about me is the ego. That's the ego self, the lower self. I is the higher self, and I am the higher self in action. You're making things manifest in the world just by saying that and thinking that. The more you think about it, I am a higher power. I am a great being. I am highly creative. Being things forth into your life. The point is, folks, we all have these great power inside us. Our mission, I believe, in this earth is to discover that and to help the entire human race evolve that level. We can get beyond this tribal state. The world's in danger now. There's nuclear weapons being out there and a lot of people out of control in different nations. Let's bring this world together. But pray for peace, visualize peace, imagine world, imagine world peace. We'll help make it happen. So folks, great talk to you today. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple and Mind Shock. Talk to you next time with more fascinating ideas and ventures into the world of Mind Shock. Take care and God bless.